Welcome to the Recruitment Mentors Podcast. My name is Hisha Mazuz, and we're back with another unique and special edition of the podcast because today I'm really excited to be joined by Ellie and Jesse from Sourcebreaker. And in this episode, we are going to get an insight into what it's like to take your recruitment career into a brilliant business like Sourcebreaker, a recruitment tech business. And um, I've been talking a bit about the career opportunities at Sourcebreaker. Sourcebreaker are one of the partners of the podcast. So I thought it'd be a fantastic idea to actually get it from people who actually work there on what it's like to work there, what the opportunities are and what that transition actually is like. So Ellie, I'm going to come to you first. If you could introduce yourself for those that may not know who you are, then Jess, I'll come to you after and then we'll... uh, get through the questions that we've worked on together? Yes, so I'm Ellie and I'm a member of the Enterprise Customer Success team at Sourcebreaker. So I've been with Sourcebreaker for two years now in a senior position. Prior to that, my experience is in tech recruitment. So I specialised in placing developers into high growth London startups. And so that's a little bit of a background, I guess, on, on me. Yeah. Love it. And Jessie, what about you? Hello, I'm Jessie. I spent just over three years in recruitment and that was across technology and finance um, and obviously an overlap of fintech as well. Um, and then I made the, the bold move into software um, and I don't think I will ever look back. Been at Sourcebreaker oh. for 10 months now, started in the height of the pandemic um, to now being in a absolutely manic, busy and energetic energetic office. Love it. So where I want to start, and then we'll talk a bit about how you both ended up at uh, Sourcebreaker, but there's normally always a bit of a story. So Jesse, I'll um, come to you first. How the hell did you end up in recruitment? How did that happen? So I am a born and bred recruiter, to be honest. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I've always been passionate about fitness. I wanted to go into the fitness industry and my uncles own a recruitment firm. Um, and they basically grabbed me and was like, you need to be in sales, come into the office, have an interview. I walked into this office, you know, I was 18 years old, loved the ambiance, loved the energy, (laughs) loved the sales floor, had an interview there, Um, obviously smashed it, got the job. Um, But all all of it being family, it was too much of an easy win. So I said, thanks, but no thanks. Um, And I went to a competitor. Um, And (laughs) yeah, where I kind of learned all of my skills and flourished and then eventually went to the family business for a bit. <laughs> Interesting. And then yeah. Ellie, what about you? How did you uh, end up in recruitment? Yeah, not a born and bred recruiter like Jesse. <laughs> so for me, I was I was at uni and I wanted to move to London pretty instantly, like she straight from my uni house straight into London. Had no idea what I wanted to do after my degree. Classic. Spoke, yeah, I know, literally, did anyone know? I don't know. Um, and then <laughs> I spoke, I literally spoke to a recruiter um, for advice and we just kind of spoke through some options and I was like, I kind of like what you're doing. Um, how do I, how do I do that? And so, um, yeah, kind of same story as Jesse just went in, absolutely loved the, it's, you, you, you really do get a buzz when you walk onto that floor. Everyone's on the phones, yeah. everyone's, you can just feel it. And I absolutely just loved it. So that just happened for me, um, pretty easily just kind of, an, first conversation with a recruiter decided that that's kind of what I wanted to do and then and then had a few interviews and got the job love it so let's sort of segue this then into like 
so both obviously then ends like I think what's crazy right is when you don't obviously Jesse may be a bit different for you but when you don't really know much about the recruitment world and then you like come across it, it's like oh my god how did I ever not know this like existed or like this was an option and stuff like that right so obviously then obviously yeah join a recruitment company and then obviously you found yourself joining source breakers so talk to us a bit about that Ellie like where did the first sort of uh, things come up for you in terms of like oh I could actually take what I've learned in this first 12 months in recruitment into a business like Sourcebreaker? Like how did it come about you joining a tech business like Sourcebreaker? Yeah, so I had a really unique insight into startup businesses, kind of recruiting into startups. That was literally my entire market. And so whenever we'd go and see clients, again, it's the environment of a startup is so different. You can just see everyone has like, there's people doing mind maps everywhere. Like everyone just seems to be shouting across the office. You can see the collaboration going on. Um, and I just kind of thought that's, that's where I want to be. I want to be working in one of these offices and actually speaking to the guys that would be moving into these businesses, these developers and explain to them, you know, you're going to be wearing loads of different hats. And you know, I, I was, I was sold myself, I guess, on joining a tech business. So reach out to a recruiter classic somehow <laughs> getting into one of these businesses and, I, and now I'm in a position where I can utilize all the experience that I've had from recruitment and then deliver and, and kind of one thing I really enjoyed about recruitment was having those you know, building those strong relationships and maintaining them and that's something I can still do in my current role so kind of best of both worlds feel like I've I've got the best job in the world. Yeah, so it's quite it is quite intentional. Very intentional to to join a startup for me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm definitely because I'm curious to find out what Sourcebreaker looked like when you first joined. But just before I find that out, Jesse, what what about you then? So obviously, was born to be a recruiter. <laughs> Absolutely. And all of that. So like, what where did this sort of first? I don't know where did the inspiration come from, or like how did you end up joining Sourcebreaker out of interest? Yeah. So. I, as much as I loved recruitment whilst I was in it, the emotional side of it, and anyone who's who's in recruitment will agree, you know, you're dealing with so many different dynamics and all of them are people and emotions. And I think I got very much invested um, in the sense that with the candidate, I'd be there after every interview. And when they didn't take the job or they didn't get the job, I think I personally, I, I took it personally, but I love sales. So it was finding something that was as fast paced as that, but taking out an element of, of the emotion. So that's how I decided that I wanted to be in tech sales. And then, yeah, Sourcebreaker was almost meant to be because I love the recruitment industry as we know but I wanted tech sales and I've got that buzz and that pace but you've got one element that doesn't have an emotion and that is the platform itself it can't talk back to you <laughs> yeah yeah for sure no I get that so there's a few things that I really want to uncover with both of you but just just quickly on this point Jesse specific for you what would you say how, like so if me and you are down the pub right now I work in recruitment and you're in tech sales I think it seems like quite a lot of people that worked in recruitment are actually taking their career into tech sales from what I can see, what would you say are the main differences? Like, obviously, it's a product, so they're like, that's different. But like, what what would you say are the main differences that you've learned that maybe 
people don't realise or that maybe you've been surprised by? I was actually saying this um, to Ellie earlier. We were having a conversation about it, but it's the level of engagement you get because you're speaking to people and when people say cold calling and business development, you think it's going to be you know very mundane, smashing up the phones. But the majority of my BD time is spent engaging and speaking to people because number one, you're calling like-minded people. So you know, salespeople are going to want to chat because number one, they understand and appreciate what you do, and number two, try and stop a salesperson from speaking. Um, sure. So I think that the um, main surprise for me was, yeah, how, I don't want to say easy because that's not the right word, but how... Like pleasantly surprised. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. You're not having to fully bang down doors. You're just tapping and there you go. Hello. How are you doing? Okay, cool. So fair enough. So it's more how willing people are to have conversations. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So Ellie... Yes. Talk to me about like, so what What did, like, just because it will give us a bit of a picture of like the journey. And then I'm interested to sort of hear your take on like how you transitioned. I know it was intentional for you, but like what, so what did Sourcebreaker look like when you joined them? Yeah. So do you know what? It's, it's not too dissimilar now, despite the growth. When I joined, it is, it's just the people I think make Sourcebreaker and we've we've kept a lot of the people that, that are there that were here when I first joined. Pretty much every single face is a familiar face to, to then as well. When I joined, it was in a kind of a place where it wasn't small enough that no one knew what they were doing, you know, the startup phase where it was right at the beginning. And we're, we're I guess we're kind of in the same position where there are processes that are in place, but there's so much opportunity to introduce new ones, update the processes, improve them, just like not just necessarily just talking about process, but everything that we do, you you can you can literally impact. I joined in, in my first couple of weeks, I if I had an idea, I was heard, I was listened to, things that I said were being like valued. And that's one of the most important things about Sourcebreaker is that every single person can literally impact the success of the company like no matter what how junior or senior that you are and that's something that is still part of source breaker now despite having bigger teams there's loads of new faces in the office today uh, which is so nice but in terms of kind of what it looks like it, it hasn't changed too much in terms of the culture which is it's just so so nice we're just more established which is kind of in the market and, and with the kind of clients that we're working with which is again just amazing Sure. So obviously it was quite intentional for you to join Sourcebreaker and go into a more sort of startup tech business. What were what was that? Because I think that's obviously what I think recruiters would be most concerned about or most curious about. Like, What was that transition like going from working in recruitment to then working in a tech business? Like, What were maybe some of the challenges or what were some of the things that you were, again, most like, surprised by? Yes. Yeah, so biggest positives for, I guess, from moving into customer success particularly but also source breaker is that I'm just gonna say the, the people of source breaker like the people are in any startup I think is what makes the business and everyone is is just incredible a lot of the skills that you develop in recruitment as well so for me sales isn't something that like I was naturally born with the gift of um, and that so those those sales skills I developed in recruitment are 
pretty essential for my role now and so I can still develop and, and use those skills but just in a di- bit of a different way um, which is which is really really nice so it's, it's, it is a it's a familiar market as well so whereas when you're in recruitment and you're um, when I was talking to developers and about the tech market it's not something that I'm I was like super super passionate about or knew loads and loads about when I went into it I know so much about recruiters and what their day-to-day looks like and what they're doing. Like I can speak confidently and like with kind of like authority on what's going on, which makes it more enjoyable. So overall, it has been really, really good. I, I think some of the challenges that like from going from recruitment into, I, I think, yeah, both customer success and a, a tech startup is that in recruitment, kind of leaning on what I was going what I was saying before is that a lot of those processes are very established recruiters I literally had a playbook like it's you do this then this then this and this and this is a proven method and this is what works and like you just kind of follow things by the book basically when you join a startup there isn't that at all so when I joined Sourcebreaker we had an enterprise customer success team that was brand new and we were just kind of going into specializing into different clients and there was no processes in place that were like tailored and specific to those types of clients. So it, that can be quite challenging, I think, going in from kind of following everything by the book to then having kind of free reign and decide like being able to make decisions, but like not necessarily, I'd never done customer success before. And so it's some, it, that was definitely a challenge, but we're now in a position where we've got, low, we've got like a market leading process that I've you know, helped build without having any prior experience. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I've actually, I've done a lot of that. Like that's amazing. And that's, I feel like that's not something like everyone could say in like much larger businesses. And that's one thing that I absolutely love. That makes sense. So like, yeah, you're going to have to be quite open-minded, I think, and be willing to be Definitely. flexible. But as you said, the positive is that you can really be involved in the creation of these things or like, like, yeah, be really involved basically and love that. So, um, Jesse, in terms of sales, and so you said like, like how much you've enjoyed it, or it's been a bit, yeah, been pleasantly surprised. But I guess how has having that recruitment background enabled? Like I saw obviously recently you obviously progressed to an account exec, so congrats on that. So like, how has like the recruitment experience helped you excel in your role? Do you think? I think that number one, I've actually used the product myself. So having actual hands-on experience, hands-on wins and a genuine passion for the results that it drives. When I'm speaking to people, it's it's coming from the heart and I'd like to think that that's well received from the prospective clients as well but also I appreciate how it's going to be used I appreciate from a consultant's perspective why um, it's going to be beneficial for their day-to-day but also having had dealt with a a CEO in a recruitment firm telling me what I need to do and how to do it I can see how it would then fall down and be beneficial for them and just in general the 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 pain points I, I relate to it I think that the best way to sell is understanding your client and having that pre-knowledge to the point where I've actually been in their seat is just extremely beneficial. Like, yeah, it's enabled you to like really, like we all have to understand who our target customer is and like really understand the problems and challenges that our product or what we're trying to solve so that it's really enabled you to really grasp that, I guess a lot more quickly than maybe you would if you were to go into selling a different product where you hadn't used before or you hadn't been in that seat before, basically. 
And when you kind of come up against potential objections, you are responding to them having fought them not with other clients, but actually sat and seen that those aren't necessarily going to be an issue and that the benefits of Sourcebreaker far outweigh any potential objections that people could throw. Yeah, yeah, I got it. So Ellie, curious, what are recruiters like as customers? Good question. (laughs) I genuinely have the best clients. I know genuinely I've like, so for example, today I've spent five hours of my day speaking to recruiters from junior to senior and also speaking to their managers and their managers up to the, you know, the directors of these businesses who are investing in this tech. Every single person that I speak to is genuinely like, so I work with enterprise businesses. So yeah, a lot of them are much bigger and they, they sometimes have a lot of like junior or greener recruiters and everyone is so eager. And I don't know if this is just source breaker making my life a little bit easy potentially. And, you know, it, it does wow people, but the engagement that we get is amazing. And I think the important thing that I always have to remind myself is, is that recruiters are so busy. Like if I take myself back to then, if I was told that I had to take an hour out of my day to go on training with a tech yeah. company, I'd be like, absolutely not. You know, I don't, I don't have time to do this, but because we're genuinely able to add value to their day and we're showing them how to do their processes quicker, you know, I'm actually adding value to every second of that call. So I had a really good experience. I you ask any of my clients, I absolutely love my clients. I think they are the best. They're really amazing actually at driving Sourcebreaker internally. So one thing that they do is they kind of tee up the sessions they're like guys like we're investing in this tool and then the team are excited when they come on and when they see by the time they see me they're already raring to go and excited so I'm in a very advantageous position it just makes my life an absolute dream to be honest um I I can imagine Jesse's experience on the sales side where they haven't already bought the product is a little bit a little bit different to mine but from my perspective from customer success they've already invested you do get the, I think the most challenging people to deal with are, are those recruiters that have done their top billers. They've done their market for the longest period of time. And usually in those cases, like they've, they've got really good ways and they've got kind of a set process of what works for them. Yeah, they know what works. And so my job in that instant isn't to say, okay, well, you're going to do this instead. It's to say, okay, well, you're already doing this. How can I make that process you're already doing quicker and like try and embed it into their day-to-day? And so that can take a little bit more time which is expected, but that's probably the most difficult and the most kind of pushback that I get, I would say. Yeah, Jesse, what about you then? Like, so you said, obviously, you've got the advantage of understanding them, but let, let's be real here. Like, what, what can be some of the difficult challenges? In, like, I've got my own experiences. Like, I sell a learning development service to, like, the people that you're speaking to are probably going to be saying that I'm speaking to. So I've got things that I can share, but what have been, where can sometimes recruitment customers, can, how can they be difficult? What have you experienced so far? I'm not just saying it, but I genuinely, the more challenging a call is, the more of a buzz I get. And I enjoy when you're you're dealing with the big characters. And I even will turn around on a call and I'll turn around and be like, do you know what? You're really challenging me here. And then I'll thank them at the end of the call. Um, But what you've got to understand is at the end of the day, these are people and it's just a bit of banter sometimes. So you just got to <laughs> kind of break those barriers. Um, but for me, I'd say the main challenge from 
my as in my position is actually doing the demos because I'm not the most tech savvy and while Sourcebreaker is a very user-friendly product when you're live on a demonstration you know you you could sometimes like forget how to type or you know suddenly just completely lose what that element does and you've got to kind of bring it back and it's obviously live and you're selling at the same time um so for me the most challenging thing is when demonstrating the product making sure that you're selling the benefits rather than the features and just overall yeah speaking and typing at the same time yeah it's like adapting yeah i get that obviously i've yeah i obviously demo recruitment mentors and it like i'd never before never demoed anything so like I know you try things don't you like you just sort of work out what lands what doesn't yeah I, I get that that makes sense I think some of the things in my experience is like so I had it today uh, yesterday for example because you're dealing with salespeople. like I was on a demo actually and I was I basically just was trying to pre-close him basically <laughs> and he was like you're trying to pre-close me aren't you and I was like yeah I am so like I think it's just like that's the thing that I find quite enjoyable and different is like these people, if they if they spend time on their own development of sales or whatever, like they can see what you're doing. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? It's so must be so difficult selling to someone who knows exactly your strategy. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what you're doing. But like as as Jesse said, like you most people have a laugh of it and I go, Yeah, you're completely right. I'll be honest with you. This is probably the most effective way of me closing people, so that's why I'm doing it. So yeah. like you you just have you can have a laugh of it and you can talk about it. And as Jesse said, they actually most people will appreciate it. So yeah, fair enough. Love that. So let's just talk a bit about, so in terms of like, I know we sort of touched a bit on this, but like from a career aspect, as we come to the end here, like for you, Ellie, what have you been like really positively surprised with in terms of like your career opportunities and like how things have progressed for you at Sourcebreaker? Yeah. So for me, when I first started, I had no idea of anything about customer success and I, and it was mapped out pretty straightforward of what I need to do to hit my next promotion. And so I was like, okay, so I, I just, what I was, you know, I wanted to get promoted. I want to climb the ladder. I want to be successful. And for me, my promotions have been consistent and happened quite quickly. And it's just been really, really nice. And it just ha- so happens that when you're in a startup, as teams grow, opportunities come into those teams so we had a customer success team and then that got divided into you know targeting different clients and the enterprise team that I'm in now is going to be targeting you know it's going to be split a different way and it's like okay well we need a we need a lead for that team is that there's there's new opportunities that come up all the time like that I didn't even know existed when I first joined Sourcebreaker like these some of these teams didn't even exist when my my manager joined Sourcebreaker he's number seven or eight in the company like there was just a customer success team. And as we're growing, it's, it's there's just so many more opportunities. And the more people we have in our teams, the more opportunities there are basically, which is just like the best the best thing. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And then what about you, Jesse? Obviously, as I said, recently got promoted. Like what have you, like what's been positive from your standpoint? Like obviously recruitment, one of the big reasons why people go in there is, it's the progression, right? Which a lot of the time, if you're in the right company, there's nothing holding you back besides yourself which is one of the great things about working in the industry. So how do you feel about the positive opportunities you've had in progressing your career? Um, So there's very kind of clear targets in place. It's like, you know, if you get to this point, then we're going to move you up to that. So it's working towards that and knowing if I make X amount of deals and hit X amount of money, you know that you're guaranteed to 
get to the next step so you're constantly motivated Um, but then also personally I think I will be in sales forever but being in a business where you have an overview of so many different teams to and the opportunity to work cross-functionally because think about it in recruitment I've my experience was at 20 to 30 man businesses where you've got your consultants you've got your directors and you've got your CEO but everyone's a recruiter so coming into a business like this you have the opportunity to understand how customer success are going to work with marketing and you're more involved with finance when it comes to you know contracts and things like that so actually seeing how a business pieces together obviously recruitment is a business but the way that it it flows is very different so yeah just seeing that there's loads of opportunity if I did decide one day that sales wasn't for me I could be housed somewhere else I hope if if Ellie would have me in customer success (laughs) we'd have you yeah I love that so so before I ask you both the final question Ellie so like what what can you give us any inside scoop, mate? Like, what's exciting <laughs> for Sourcebreaker? Yeah. Like, what's uh, what's what's coming around the corner? Like, why is it an exciting time for Sourcebreaker working there, or like just as a whole? Like, yeah. what, what's uh, what's coming for people? I love that question. What's not exciting? I don't even know. So we, <laughs> I guess, first of all, the fact that the COVID nineteen has sparked this huge kind of the tech industry is, is booming right now, particularly in recruitment. I'm working like just as a kind of example of this. I'm working with some businesses that prior to lockdown or COVID nineteen, their tech stack was you know email and spreadsheets. You know, knocking on doors of businesses like it, it's, it's changed now. People have to approach this a different way, and yeah. so we have a huge demand internally from one man bands in the middle of Scotland all the way up to you know your biggest recruitment agencies across the well across the world actually um that need this tech and they need it to keep ahead of their competition and that's what we're giving people in terms of like internally at source breaker and like what's going on here there's like product developments which are really really cool um i'm someone that didn't know anything about the product side kind of leaning on what jesse was just saying and i am very i love it i'm very into that which are i can't I don't know how much i'm allowed to say on this podcast but it's very exciting and it's gonna be a game changer and actually within source breaker the opportunities that we're hiring for right now literally span every single team from sales to customer success to marketing to tech to product so pretty much any skill set <laughs> that people have like we want to see relentlessly determined people that are rich they just want to make an impact and that's the best thing about Sourcebreaker for me, and I'm probably repeating myself, but when you, when you right. come into Sourcebreaker, we can see the company vision every morning, we, every Monday. We, we, we know exactly what we're working towards and I know exactly what I need to do to make a difference to the company. Like I, I know if when I, whenever a client of mine is renewing or they want to, want to bring on more licenses, that is directly impacting the success of the company. Like I can see what I've done over the last two years and like that's insane to me to be able to impact a company that has been recognized as like one of the fastest growing companies in Europe like I was thinking about this yesterday and I was like that, that's insane that I've I've actually done that and like, I don't know how many people outside of startups can say that 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 they've been able to do that and so obviously like I, I love Sourcebreaker and I think we're one of the best companies and I love my job but kind of outside of all of that there's just so much more that's exciting that's going on yeah yeah for sure everywhere okay <laughs> so jesse what what would your advice be then for anyone considering like a move transition into rec tech from your experience jesse what what comes up for you yeah i'd 
I'd definitely say go for it and particularly with Sourcebreaker if you get your applications in now you'll be in just in time for our Christmas party and there'll <laughs> no party like a Sourcebreaker party um, but in all seriousness where Sourcebreaker is and the time that I've come in I'm part of a well reputed company that's still small enough that I can take make an impact but I can see the vision and I know that everything's about to absolutely skyrocket and to shadow what Ellie said you know I'm going to be a part of that which is mm. just so exciting so yeah definitely have the conversation you won't look back you've got that recruitment culture and all of the benefits of it and so much more yeah nice i love it well ellie jesse it's been an absolute pleasure yes thank you thank for you so having much us. it's been uh yeah no it's been really fun obviously for anyone that wants further information wants more of an inside scoop before they decide that they want to check out Sourcebreak as a career option. Obviously, you can connect with uh, Jesse and Ellie on LinkedIn. But yeah, look, it's been great partnering with you guys, and I'm really excited to see where the business is in another year, two years. Um, so thank you so much for uh, joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much. Keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> thank you for having us. Well done on making it to the very end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I've done my very best to try and level up this podcast that will hopefully mean that you can take even more learnings from these conversations and apply it to your own recruitment career. Like always, if there are any particular topics that you would love me to cover with future guests, then please get in touch with me. The best place to reach me is on LinkedIn. Send me a message. What would you love me to cover with future guests? If you have enjoyed the podcast, then it would be amazing if you could leave a honest review in your favorite podcast streaming platform that will simply mean that we're able to reach more people with this podcast i hope you enjoyed it and don't forget to subscribe completely free on your favorite podcast streaming platforms and we'll be back next week with a new episode of the recruitment mentors podcast